OTG, OTG. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Marlon, aka Hades, with the Only True Gamer podcast. I'm sitting here this evening with Shaiwan, aka BKNY Forever, aka Up in This Bish. Hey, what up, y'all? And we got a very special guest today, up and coming voice actor, viral Kratos voice, Elgin L Train Foster. Hey, thank you for having me. Hey, man, what is going on, bruh? Hey, man, just trying to live my best life and trying to be great, man. How about you guys? Same old, same old, man. Just just living in these COVID streets, right, Shy? <laughs> yeah, living in these COVID streets, man. You know, <laughs> these COVID yeah. streets are relentless out here, man. Yeah, that's, right. Right. that's right. Yeah. You know, we're here to tell the story, so, you know, yeah. right. that's all that matters at the end of the day, you know? Right. Wear your mask. Stay safe, peeps. That's right. Yeah. So I I wanted to get you on the show because, first of all, we're a gaming podcast. And Mm -hmm. I came across on Twitter your viral Kratos impression that actually got the attention of the actual voice actor. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, Holy shit! Who's this dude? I was like, I got, yeah, I got to check this out. Crazy. I'm like, man, when you, you, the the actual voice actor was uh, Chris Judge, right? Yeah, Christopher Judge. Yep. So, Mr. Tilt from Stargate SG One. People forget to put some respect on his name. He mm-hmm. OG. <laughs> See, you know what though? I I wouldn't remember that because I wasn't a Stargate guy. But now that you I mention wasn't it, either, but my dad was. I'm like, and oh shit. Now that you mention it, I'm like, wow, okay, okay, you're mm-hmm. damn right though. Put some respect on that boy name. Not that, mm-hmm. n- not to mention that he does a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. when this guy comes in and says, "Yo, hold up, don't take my job, bro," <laughs> <laughs> man, that made my day, dude. Like I smiled it. Yeah, I was like, I know for a fact they don't want me over you. <laughs> You've been doing this since I was born, and I'm 31, so yeah. You got a lot of seasoning on that voice you got. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I believe you're on the right track. When I, I heard it. that, it was legit, bro. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, I, I dabble in voices, right? Cause I'm not, mm-hmm. that's not my thing or anything. Like I joke around and stuff. Like I'll do a Trump voice every now and again. Cause I think it's funny. Um, and then sometimes, you know, me and a couple of buddies will like do foreign accents. My stepdaughter, we, uh, we would do like British accents all the time. And I mean, I'm terrible at it. Don't, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm no good at it, right. but, I, but I can do a Trump pretty well. I think I'm pretty good at it. And you know, I think you're pretty good yourself, man. <laughs> a lot of, we have a lot of people, you know, very good people. Yeah, I think. there's so many, so many good people. They're all so over many. the place, you know. So I like, I'll dabble, I'll do stuff like that because I, I, you know, I'm not trying to shit on a dude or anything like that. I'm not a fan of his, but um, 
I think it's funny. Right. But but this is what you do. Mm-hmm. And this is what you're aspiring to do. Oh yeah. And I I am very intrigued. I can't wait to see your name on the credits on something. I can't wait. Yeah. Man, you and me both. Um, <laughs> I don't know if this is my time to talk just yet, but just know since that video, and I, I promised him I was gonna be working on my own craft mm. and not just impressions. Like I do impressions like once a week or yeah. when I'm just feeling it. And every morning for two hours, I'm just doing warm-ups and just taking random scripts and stuff that I find online and just going with the flow, trying to bring different things to life, seeing where I can go, seeing how high, how low, you know, how believable I can make it. Like, trust me when I tell you, I've been working on my craft relentlessly since that day. And that's been a month ago. Mm. I Like, do, I'm, I do I'm no joke. It. Like, I'm ready to create my own, you know. The voice, the for me, the voice impressions are just showing that hey, I sound like this naturally. This is what I can do. This yeah. is how high, you know. This is this is how low I can go. Like this is just showing measurements of hey, this is what I think I can do. This is you know. Basically. Yeah, definitely, man. <laughs> I, I, and, and but that's what you have to do. I, I have to assume that's what you have to do because again, like I said, that's not my thing. Right. I have to assume that you have to do stuff like that on a regular basis. You have to pretty much train your, your voice mm-hmm. to do other things. It always astounds me. Like even TV shows, you hear somebody, you're like, wait, hold on. You're from Australia. Like what? Like you just sounded like a New York dude last week. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that stuff always astounds me. So when I hear somebody like you, you know what? Give us something right now. What you got? Okay. Give me a random. Uh- or last week I did, uh, not last week, the week before I did, Cleveland Brown. As a party over here. Hey, now, y'all, it's Cleveland Brown. <laughs> Yo. Wow. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, just today, literally just today, if you find me on Twitter, I just did a, a Mickey Mouse impression. Okay. And I was trying to shock people by using this voice, my regular voice. And then going to, hey, everybody, it's me, Mickey. Wow. Mishka, Mushka, Mickey Mouse. Wow. You know, trying to work with a little something, something. I might not sound exactly like him, but I know I got his cadence down at least that much, you know. Definitely. Damn. (laughs) Wow. Then last week, I did Marvin and Martian and got a little blessing from Bob Bergen. Whoa. Of Porky the Pig. Wow. He was telling me about uh, Marvin and Martian and doing the impressions, and he was like, "Try to make it your own." So I was like, "So a little bit like this, right?" <laughs> Marvin and Martian, like this, right? <laughs> My name is L Train. I'm going to blow up the earth. Ooh. Yo, listen. <laughs> Yo. Uh, listen. I did. Y'all know I did Kratos, but a lot of people didn't know. They didn't see. That I, I attempted to do a T.C. Carson, the original Kratos. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know I seek revenge on Zeus. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. A lot yeah. of people don't know that that voice is a lot different from Boyd. Oh, know? yeah. That's completely yes. different. Like, T.C. Yes. Carson, like, that performance. Man, my throat hurt after attempting it three times. And I was like, <laughs> man, after that third time, like, bro, if I don't get this, <laughs> I'm done with it. And that's when it, it just came out the right way. And I'm like... Yeah. All right, cool. Wow. Yeah. See, 
I, 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 I heard the I boy. I'll be on ten because I really enjoy this. Like, yeah, man, definitely. We, yeah. Can, we can definitely hear hear your uh, you know your passion for it. Just I mean, yeah. open right up, man. Definitely. So my bad to all the listeners. If I'm doing the most, just. I don't get a chance for somebody to say, hey, just do you real quick. <laughs> oh, oh, man, you look, you're welcome on the show whenever you want. You can come do your voices that. anytime you want, bro. Trust me. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And the same to you. <laughs> wow. You trying to sell some Jetto Pudding Pops. <laughs> See, he got it, man. Like, I can't pull that stuff off. Like, yeah. I sound like shit. But you, man, you are uh, killing yeah, the game, bro. You are killing fans. it. Jeez. You That's... said all oh, Dragon Ball Z fans? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I'm so not... my, my most impressive voice to me is going from this or uh, uh, God of War, you know, boy, to <laughs> my name is Majin Boo. <laughs> I turn you into chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Wow. Wow. Oh, shit. Yo. Yo. Yo, Chris Boo. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I lose track of the, the voice because I'm going so high that sometimes it just pitches out like it just did. But yeah, yeah. You get the gist of yeah, a little yeah. bit of practice and warm up. I'm good. Yeah. But it's like I said, yeah, so though. Whoever listening want to clown me on that last part, just know I have to warm up to do a good version of that. <laughs> yeah, man. Ain't nobody clowning you, bro. Because these 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 fools can't do that shit. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I was just about to say that same thing. They can't I do it. I didn't expect to be able to give y'all none of that, but I'm grateful <laughs> y'all gave me the opportunity to put that out there. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, it, it ain't no so thing. So you can clip that and send that to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I can put all them little voices on there and be like, yeah, that's what I do. I do that right there. <laughs> oh, that right, oh that uh, right trust me. Trust me. You're going to get the links to all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So right. this episode, you know, will be released by itself and it's going to be included in today's podcast. So you yeah. can you can send the links out to anybody you want to. Yes. Right. Yes. I like a plan, man. Man, that's that's absolutely nuts, man. Absolutely mm-hmm. nuts. I, I mean, geez. Are there are there any other like maybe video game characters that you have tried to do other than Kratos? Uh I'm not gonna lie to you, Kratos was the first. Mm. Only because I loved God of War 1 through 3. Yep. <laughs> All of them. Yep. 3 is my favorite. And then uh, when I heard the direction that they was going for the 2018 game, mm-hmm. and I was like, hmm, I noticed they gave him a more uh, older, you know, more mature tone. Because yeah. I'm not going to lie, T.C. Carson's performance, Kratos was always on 10. Like, literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Because he was angry. And, uh, he was always angry. Yeah. He was like, yeah. I'm a very vengeful man, you yeah. know, type of thing. But uh, I think they needed to bring uh, Christopher Judge because I, I, I think Corey Barlog and them knew he can produce something. That I'm positive TC could have did his own thing, but I'm, I think they was looking for that that particular sound because yeah. Yeah. look at him in the game, he's a lot older. Yeah. Like he has obvious wrinkles in his face. Like yes. he's a guide, and I'm pretty sure this was probably like hundreds of years later type thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So 
he experienced more life. And then, you know, being a father and actually seeing the story between him and Atreus, that's what actually encourages, encouraged me to do that, mm-hmm. or at least attempt it, because I didn't know if I could. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, man, it, it, that's what it was. Like, other games, I like other games, obviously, like Spider-Man, Ghost of Tsushima, I love that game, right? Mm-hmm. But none of those characters, like, in the game was like, yeah, let me let me see what I can do with this. Mm. Kratos just you know the big bald dude with the beard and I'm a big dude 6'6 six, six, with mm. a beard you know what I mean like mm. <laughs> it was my spirit animal yelling yeah. like, hey, dude, this, you know and yeah. that's what I did yeah man I definitely hear that <laughs> um what about um maybe characters from like um Borderlands cause they have a variety of different characters and, and like their, their personalities in, in the Borderlands games, they shine. Right. So would you ever consider messing around with some of those voices? Um, to be honest with you, and this might make somebody feel some type of way as far as Borderlands, to be honest, like I didn't start playing Borderlands until right before three came out because mm-hmm. I was excited for three. Yeah. So I went and played one and two, never did finish one. Mm. Finished two only because the co uh how you can go through it with somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Uh and I was with somebody that was real seasoned in the game. And yeah. I was like, okay, cool. And three, I was like, you know what? Three, I'm gonna start from the beginning and I'm gonna play all the way through. Yeah. Uh seeing which op- uh which person I wanted to pick, and I went with Zane Gang, you know, team operative. Mm-hmm. And I have I tried other characters, but Zane, I just love his personality. And I've been using Zane this whole time. Got all the DLC, just finished the first one, I think. I think it was the first one. Uh, was that the, the, the boxy wedding? one? Uh but I didn't know about it. I I just started playing the wedding one. It was Moxie, it was like the casino thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Uh, I'm like I said, I don't casino. know if that's the first one, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just finished that like uh, right after Hurricane Laura, because we didn't have internet for like almost a month, Ooh. so yeah, took the time and I was like, you know, I'm gonna dive back into this, and I beat it with beat it with him, and I don't know, I would have to really just deep delve, delve deep into the characters and see who kind of calls out to me. Zane does, but I, I'm I'm positive I can't do Zane just because you hear naturally my voice. You know, it's kind of hard for me to do the high pitchy voice. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think he's high pitch. I just don't think I can do that, you know. Just to be honest with you, but uh, yeah, I was still looking to it though. Yeah, I mean, there's there's tons of characters in that game, and I I figured that'd be a smorgasbord for you. I think real quick, I do like uh, one of the characters. Um, he's with Jacobs. Uh, not the not the one with the fake arm, but the other one. Uh, I can't remember his name. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I can't remember. He was one of the ones that got married to old dude. Um, yeah, yeah, I yeah I know who you're talking he, about. He kind of talks a little like this a little bit. Something something like that. He yeah, talks a little that, bit that's... like this a little bit. Yeah, I'm trying to remember draw. by memory how you sound. Yeah, I know. I know who you're talking about. Oh yeah. man, I like him. So if I was to attempt one, I would like keep playing it and keep attempting it. And try to get his down because I kind of like his. And I think that one would be doable by me if, like I said, if I practice it a couple times and just get a good feeling. But off of memory, 
I know he kind of sound a little like this, a little bit something like that, I guess. Yeah. Ah, oh, God, why can't I remember his name? That, he, that yeah, we think, need Vault Hunter. <laughs> yeah, so he, I, yeah. I know he says Vault Hunter like yeah, uh, weird. Pronouncing, <laughs> over pronouncing. Yeah, he over pronounced the hell out of Vault Hunter. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, so yeah, you can see I actually game too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, we're seeing that a little bit. Uh, well, you know, we get you back on the show. We might have to test that knowledge a little bit. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah. But if 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 you can pick any any, I guess, uh, voice to do out of everything, not just gaming, um, what would be the favorite type for you to pick? What you mean like um like a narrator or just yeah like, like a i guess like a, a a type of uh i mean i may not be explaining it correctly um but i guess like uh if you were gonna go for a specific job i guess a voice acting thing and i know they're they have stuff they want you to to say to them to figure out if you're the right person but what right. type would you want to do yeah would if, it be more would it be more like narrative or would it be like more of a character actor like you can just uh switch up like you've already given us biggie mouse yep. and Kratos and several others yeah so right. you be more um, i got so much respect for mr the og the the man himself mr golden voice mr morgan freeman mm. so mm. i would love to be the one day just be recognized for my regular natural voice like him. Mm. So yeah. it would be a tie between a narrated character, uh, narration type character. And I would love to be a badass, bad, bad guy. Like somebody is, uh-huh. you can curse on me, huh? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, uh, somebody to just give you chill, just scare the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but I wouldn't want to be one of the bad guys that just like, I'm bad, and then I just get hold at the end. Like, oh, I don't want that. Like, I wanted to be one of them things like, you damn near died in the game fighting me type thing. Right, you know? right. Like, yeah. of course I lose, but make me go out like a G, you know? Right, right. That's what I would want. Right. Like, uh, one of the lines for something, now this not in voice impression, this is something I was doing. Um, it, it, I don't remember what they said it was from, but like I said, it was on a free we- a website where you could just, you know, take it and they got copyright stuff on there to say you can use it and i remember the line said you fools the power that contains this orb or something like that so when i did i was like you fools the power containing this orb will turn me into a living god mm. you know i would i would want to do something like that yeah maybe a yeah. badass <laughs> that sound that sound like some final <laughs> fantasy type shit right right <laughs> hey put me on final fantasy seven is my favorite <laughs> hey yeah we might no. have a connect. Hey, hey. Oh, real. Well, I mean, I can't really say connect. I mean, yeah. I don't think we'd be able to ask for favors. So <laughs> I, I don't know if I'd be able <laughs> to do that. I got a little excited. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, I know for a fact he's got connections, but yeah. you know, that's for I mean, a different I, time. I, I, I still, I got to like reach this. out to him anyways, but that's for a different time. Um, I look like this. Uh, be honest with you i've been working in day in day out on this 
I know opportunities don't fall out the sky, but I, I've, I've been told and trained to know that success comes with preparation meets patience. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's the reason why I say I've been working every day doing tongue twisters and all those stuff, just really trying to get myself good at my great at my craft. That way, whenever opportunity does come my way, I knock that shit out the park, man, because I've been told no my whole damn life. I'm done with that. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Yeah, man. Because people don't know I was inspiring uh, motivational speaking. That's just because I speak life into people. But mm-hmm. I wasn't speaking life into myself until recently. I mean, no, I'm going to get this shit because this is what I want. I deserve it. Yes. I'm going to work hard just like anybody else. Natural yes. talent or not. Right. So, exactly. So anybody yeah. that happened to have opportunity that's listening, yeah, your boy grinding, I'm putting in work because I know it's not going to come easy. And I know there's thousands and thousands of people with excellent voices, but I'm like, I think for me, if nothing else, if you don't like my performance, I at least want people to respect the passion mm-hmm. behind what I'm doing. Yes, yeah. sir. Without a doubt. So that I being want that said, to pick up. I'm lacking that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With that being said, my dude, why don't you tell everybody where they, they can find you at? Give them some contact information. So Twitter and Instagram are both the same. Like I did that on purpose it is underscore... At underscore E L T R A I N L train. And that's, I'm predominantly on Twitter, but I do use Instagram quite often. I, I, I hate Facebook, so I'm not going to plug that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on that for family sometimes. <laughs> uh, well, see, see, only true gamers is on Facebook majority of the time because that's where our group originated. Oh, yeah. Um, so we, we mainly put our stuff out on Facebook. So I can't shit on them yet. <laughs> I'm not, oh, trust me, I'm not shitting on them. Just oh no, I'm just talking about myself. Know, man. Most of my myself. support came from Twitter. Like yeah. as you seen, like that same video that got almost two hundred thousand views mm. on Twitter, it got ten on Facebook. Yeah, oh, and wow. got a hundred, almost two hundred on Instagram. So yeah, my support system has always been on Twitter. That's my family. You know, my extended cyber family, but they always showed me love. Matter of fact, to give them even more flowers, I had just got a transplant last year in my right cornea because I have eye disease, right? And they all, the people that's been supporting me, went out their way to make sure I raised the money to make sure I can get back and forth out of town, hotel fees and all that. So, yeah, this is also dedicated to those people. And I can't name them because there's several of them. So, yeah, Twitter is my biggest plug, to be honest with you. But I I wanted to... um, I wanted to expound on that because, it, you know, on, in your bio, on your socials, you know, you explain that you're a cornea transplant recipient. And, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you also tag yourself in, in a pre-interview. You said that you're a motiv- motivational speaker and, um, you know, you're transitioning and you're doing a heck of a g- great job thus far. Yes, sir. And I know you're still, you know, you're still building. But, mm-hmm. man, we, we love what we hear. And um, can't wait to see uh, how, uh, you know, your fruits are, are going to grow. Uh, you, but transition into uh, to voice acting. Um, mm-hmm. But can you can you uh, actually expound on your um, your condition now? I know it's called. Uh, character conus. I'm sorry. It's called character conus. Character conus. And mm-hmm. 
and you actually had to have a transplant surgery for it. Now, were you diagnosed with that early on? Can you explain to us in, in terms of was it just a simple visit to the optometrist and they noticed it or? Oh, uh, no, 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 no. Nothing about this was simple at all. Right. Um, I've... I'm originally from, I wasn't born in New Orleans, but I'm raised in New Orleans. Okay. And uh, after Katrina, I moved further up north in a place called Leesville, Louisiana. And uh, once I was grown and hit 20, uh, 20, I had moved back to New Orleans to try to make it because at that time, New Orleans was considered Hollywood South. And I was noticing, I was like, damn, it's getting hard as hell for me to see. Mm. And like I was squinting, that would be the only thing to clear it up. Mm. And I went to a doctor one time. Uh, he was like, "You have a eye condition. I think it's called keratoconus." And I was like, "I just kind of blew it off." I was still in my early twenties at the time, so it wasn't affecting me as much as it did after I hit twenty five. Like after I hit twenty five, they normally say when you the older you get, the more it slows down. Mm. For me. The older I was getting, the more it sped up. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, some people consider don't consider it rare, but I'm like, if one out of 1,500 people have it, to me, I consider that rare. Because yeah. a lot right. of people I mentioned to don't even know what the hell it is. Right. And it's where the cornea of your eye is pointed instead of round. Like, the very front of your eye is supposed to be round like a basketball. Mm-hmm. Well, not in my right eye anymore, but in my left eye, it's still pointing. And both eyes was pointing. My right was like really, really bad. Like my vision was 2400, which means basically I can see a straight uh, structure and color of who, what you were or whatever was in front of me. But I couldn't make out what I was looking at. Wow. And uh, after having our son back in 2016, uh, I don't know, man. I just was like, I want my life back. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to figure out different things, and like literally, one day I was looking at my wife, and I was like, I, I, I was laying down, and I was looking out my right eye, which is the one I got done, and I, I started to get emotional because I'm like, babe, I can't see you. Like I knew she was there, I can see her, but I couldn't see her face. Wow. And it broke me down, and I was like, you know what? If I'm not gonna do this for myself, I'm gonna do this for my wife and my son. Because I could not see my son's face unless I held him, like, directly in front of me, you know. And I didn't get the surgery until last year, right before, right before uh, June, July 10th, and his birthday is July 18th. So I got it right before his third birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a blessed, it was a blessed transition, but it came with its problems. Like, I, we feared rejection, like, two or three times. And, yeah, that fear was kind of crazy because once it started rejecting, I'm going to get another transplant to replace the transplant. Yeah. But as of right now, knock on wood, nothing's bad. Extremely bad happened, but I had, had some hiccups. Mm-hmm. But I just kept pushing forward, man. Yeah. So. The one thing I got to tell you is, you know, I, I definitely, in, in your bio, I, I saw the correlation between that and, again, when you mentioned early on before we started recording, uh, I can, I'm, I'm sure that probably all the things that happened early on or in your life mm-hmm. that really made you reflect and be like, you know what, the time is now. If this is something that I really want to pursue, I need to just go at it 100%. Right. Um, and uh, I don't want to assume, but I'm pretty sure that 
at least ask you the question of, you know, whether that was the the final catalyst in you pursuing voice acting? No. Since, uh, uh, do I have enough time to share like a five minute story real quick? Uh, yes, you really do. Know, in the world, man. So on check this out. Uh, back in 2010, remember I told you I moved to New Orleans. Uh, at that time, New Orleans was considered Hollywood South because they signed a tax incentive that made it cheaper for Hollywood companies to come and renovate and film. Yeah. So naturally, more and more companies was coming to Louisiana, mainly New Orleans, to film because they could renovate something almost little to no money. Mm. Right. And uh, I had got casted in a movie called Zydeco, and it's a indie horror film. Mm. And I played Zydeco, the, the uh, main monster villain thing. Right. And I truly, truly, truly enjoyed that process. Mm-hmm. Wow. And during it, I was doing the voice impressions that I did now, except for God of War, like the Bill Cosby. I was even doing like Bernie Mac at the time, way before the bass that's in my voice now is there. And people was like, man, that's funny. That's crazy, dude. And uh, in that movie, I had no speaking lines, but I just enjoyed being in the camera. I enjoyed the process. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I've been blessed with this opportunity. I want to see where this can go. So I went to New Orleans. Uh, joined the acting academy called John Robert Powers, where we did uh, auditioning skills, improv, and little do people know even voice acting and regular acting. Improv is a huge skill you need to be successful. Yes. And I was always told by my acting instructors that I, I did really well with uh, improv, but I think that was because I have a huge imagination, you know? Yeah. Anyway, uh, trying to make the long story shorter, uh, I ended up getting signed to a label called CTG South. Um, they had a bunch of big guy, and this was when The Rock was really popping, like right after Fast and Furious 5. So basically every movie was looking for big guys, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm being 6'6", 300 plus pounds, like I fit the role. But what was happening was any audition I got, it was because of my acting instructor's putting in the word and they just pulling me anyway instead of my actual agent sending me. Mm-hmm. And I always wondered, I was like, why is my agent not sending me for any, uh, submit me for any roles? And basically, long story short, I wasn't getting submitted and I was getting annoyed. I was like, I know I have talent. I used to write all my monologues. Everything I auditioned was my own material, like notebooks worth of stuff. And they'd be like, where you get that from? And I'm like, I wrote it, and it was like, bullshit. And I'm like, well, here go the scribbles and the notebook. And it's like, wow, you really wrote that. And I'm like, why would I lie? You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Um, I never did book anything. I had some big auditions. And I think the closest I got to booking something was a commercial for uh, New York Lottery. And I lost it to another big black dude. <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of did some typical, hi, yo, howdy, folks, you know, oh. type thing. Wow. You know, and I, I came with something different. I don't remember what I did, but, you know, he did something that was typical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he booked it. And I did something that they liked, obviously, because it was out of me and him. I got a call back and everything, but they liked the, the stereotypical, you know, thing instead of somebody trying something different. Yeah. Uh, end up moving back to where I'm at now. And going through all this with my that's now like 2013 to now you know uh, my vision got worse i got let go from my job on a military base 
they pulled me to the side and it was like, you know, what's going on? Why was like, why are you missing these things? Like, what's wrong? And that's when I showed them actual documentation of me being diagnosed with what I have, which is keratoconus. And they, their specific words was, all right, we'll work with you. You know, thank you for letting us know. That was a Friday. That Monday before two o'clock, I got a call saying we need to talk to you. I already knew what was up. Got up there. I was like, y'all could have told me this. I could have left and went home and tried to find another job. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Right. Could have fired me right then and there. You, you right. waited, let me do all this extra work, work overtime, and then fired me, and didn't even pay me for it. <laughs> Show you how karma is. They got shut down a month later. So karma's a bitch, and you don't, you can't play. You don't play with. You don't play like that. You don't do that to people. Not at all. And I shared, I don't know if y'all seen, I went live on Twitter and I shared my story a little bit about what happened. And after that, I ended up losing like a lot of my, like I was working out in the gym, bench pressing 400 some pounds, incline bench, you know, showing people like, hey, I'm I'm iron addict at the time and all of that. And right before I got the surgery, I couldn't do anything no more. Like I could barely lean forward. So I started to lose all my confidence in myself, like literally. And I don't know if you guys paid attention, but if you look at that video that Christopher Judge retweeted and Corey Barlog and all of them retweeted and stuff, you'll see I because I posted on TikTok this before I deleted TikTok. um, But I posted like I wrote on the thing. I'm finally coming out of my shell. And I don't think too many people even noticed that. Yeah. And that was me saying I'm taking my power back. Yeah. yeah. Real quick. I want to give flowers. Uh. I don't know how many people like are into anime, but shout out to SSJ Carter, mm-hmm. 9K, SSJ 9K. Uh, he been rocking with me for a couple of years. We talk on and off. And he was the person that originally inspired me and encouraged me to just put it out there. Mm-hmm. You know, because I told him about me being an actor. And he was like, man, what's stopping you? Like, what you like? Why are you not doing it now? And I'm like, man, circumstance. Yeah. And then I told him, I was like, I always had a passion and an eye for voice acting. And that's when he encouraged me to, hey, dude, just do it. And he told me that around 12 o'clock, my mom came, picked up my son, so I was able to actually record something. Two o'clock is when I did the Kratos uh, video. Three o'clock is when I uploaded it. And it took off from there. Mm. Mm. So this is basically a story of me giving up on myself and somebody that's already successful, millions of subscribers doing his thing. I'm super proud of my little bro from another, you know, but the fact that he spoke life into my dream when most people that got big and doing their own thing like that wouldn't pay attention to somebody like me, you know, I'm somebody, a nobody. Yeah. I am somebody, but to the viral world, the internet where I'm nobody, you know what I mean? Right. right. So, I, that was a little bit more than five minutes, but that's basically the story of how it all started. What made me do that? It was somebody speaking life into me. You know, somebody I admire because that man's a one-man team. All mm-hmm. his viral videos, his rap battles and all that, he does all that, and he might have one or two people help him. So I admired that. Yeah. You know, for, And then for him to basically just speak life into me, I ran with it, and then I, I apparently I did at least a little bit of a touchdown. I got a little six points for off of it at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Everybody's you know seeing that work, man, that you're putting in, and I'm guaranteeing you that's going to pay off. 
Um, you know, we, we, we got your back here. Only true gamers, the only true gamers podcast. Um, we're, we're definitely going to help spread the word so you can, you can get out there and hopefully, um, some people that, uh, you know, I may have, or, or Shaiwan may have been in contact with may Maybe they know somebody and, and they say, Hey, we heard this guy over here. He was right. on the show. Let's go check this guy out. So and there's something else I, uh, I've been working on is not being scared anymore. Cause people, be, I've been, I even got a compliment today after the Mickey thing. And it was like, that's really cool that you putting yourself out there like that. And I'm like, I'm a, I'm not overly confident. I mean, obviously I'm just getting confidence back, but people don't realize in this internet where we live in, where people just say some mean shit to you just, just for the hell of it, just for shits and giggles. Mm. Normally somebody could say something and troll me and it does not bother me. I can always put my phone down and close my phone, go do something to distract me and get my mind off of it. Mm. But people don't realize it's a different ball game when you put in your passion Mm. your dream out there so if i'm putting my dream out there if you don't like it you have all rights even if it's messed up you have all rights to say that shit was whack Mm. that's gonna hit different when somebody tell you that on your dream than you just doing something and they say that shit was whack you know what i mean you just like okay but when it's something you was really like really truly passionate about that hit different and it hit hard you know what i mean yeah so Yeah. yeah I just want to let people know when you out here chasing your dream and you just putting yourself out there being authentic, do not be scared, but please know that it's possible. Have your battle armor up there. Have your faith and your belief in that you're doing something and that you really enjoy. Let that catapult you forward to keep going because it's very much possible. Absolutely. Yeah, that's definitely the truth, man. That's my words of encouragement for anybody listening to this pursuing a dream or something like keep going put your head down if you had to and just keep pushing don't even look forward no more just keep going we got one chance at this thing called life man don't waste that shit being miserable being unhappy being stuck in a place where you're just like damn i wish i could have don't wish you could have did anything just do it if it work it work if it don't fuck it at least you tried it you know what i mean yeah definitely I mean, now y'all see why I said I was a motivational speaker. Like, this is what I do. Yeah, you know what I mean, I speak life. This is it's it. It's great to hear that because this is pretty much what me and Shaiwan did. You know, Mm -hmm. with this podcast, we just said, "Fuck it, let's just keep going." You know, sometimes there's there's times we got to take time off. Nobody else is. Yep. 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 We got. We we. We go in and just and just say we're gonna do it anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, we hope to get big. Maybe somebody wants too, to. I love the energy. Yeah, Appreciate man. It. Yeah, I mean that's that's I what really we're about. You know, we we want we want to be able to help everybody else out as well. We want to give information on video games. We want to talk shit about video game companies and stuff like that. That's how we get down. You know, we right. we 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 talk about all the good stuff, what we're excited for, and everything like that. Some news that pops up. But we want to make sure that we have a good time when we're doing it. So when we tell That's we right. invite people on the show, we want to make sure, you know, come bring your own energy and just know that we're we're casual. We're cool about stuff. You don't got to be worried about what we're asking you or nothing like that. We're not that type of people. You know, we want right. people to enjoy themselves and be able to express so themselves. And I'm going to go ahead themselves. and get y'all some flowers real quick because uh, 
one philosophy of mine after the Kobe and all these young people, like mm-hmm. I didn't know much about XXX, I don't even know how to say his name, Tentacion or whatever, mm-hmm. and all these young people that's younger than me, and I'm still young, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I've noticed is there's a trend that people like giving flowers to the dead. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing. Pay homage. Yeah. But why right. we can't give flowers to those that are living right now? Because mm-hmm. you never know what them flowers will do for somebody in their spirit in the midst of them doing something. Mm-hmm. You right. could speak life. Look at the whole SSJ thing. I, I'm, I'm name dropping him again. That way, if he ever somehow hit us, he'll know. I'm giving you flowers because you spoke life into somebody. You gave me my flowers now instead of waiting until something happened to me and like well that dude actually has some talent you know with some yeah. work he could have went somewhere with this yeah when yeah. you could tell that to that person now and look what happened when you do you speak life into somebody you encourage them now i'm doing stuff that i never thought i would be doing which is putting myself out the head first and not looking back whether people say good things or bad things yes. right and I'm not gonna lie, that's scary. it's not scary, but it's nerve wracking because I'm like, I'm, I wonder who gonna be like, oh, that sound like shit, you know? <laughs> and yeah, normally, man, like I said, I normally don't look for that, but I know it's gonna come because it came with the Kratos thing. It did. Yeah. It got drowned hell out once, you know. You get the cosign from Santa Monica, Corey Barlog twice, and then Christopher Judge. After that, it's like, dude, I don't give a damn what anybody else says. Mm-hmm. They like, but mm-hmm. I did see it. I did see the, oh, I wish I would have kept my headphones, uh, turned my headphones off. That shit was whack or whatever. But I'm like, hey, it is what it is. I was on such a cloud nine. It didn't bother me. Yeah, but if right. they didn't and I seen that, it probably would have bothered me. Let's be real. Right. right. So. Uh, look, man, can't nobody take away from what you do, regardless of mm-hmm. people want to turn their headphones off or whatever. They still can't right. take away from what you do. Cause you, you know, mm-hmm. people could people could turn this damn podcast off. Right. We don't give a shit. I hope they don't, cause yeah, this this that vibe, bro. This is a vibe right here. No, this we vibe, appreciate man. you, man. We you gentlemen, appreciate you. y'all got something special. I love the vibe. I, it's I love how I don't feel like I'm being actually interviewed. It just feels like a conversation. Yeah. And I don't know if y'all know this, but I'm the type of person. Once I get to flowing, it's kind of hard to get me stopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Yeah, we I've do the same thing. We'd be like, "Hey, we're gonna put, we're gonna set this p- podcast short today. We're gonna be short today." And then two hours later, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. exactly. So is is all the time, man. You know? I've been interviewed before uh, for a different type of podcast by somebody I barely knew, and I was kind of glad it was over with mm. when it was. And it was short, like it was really short. And I was like, I'm glad because this was this was back about ten years ago. And this was back before I even knew what podcast was. Yeah, yeah. And uh yeah, it was really short. There was no vibe. It was just like a bunch of random ass questions and I'm just like, Yep, mm-hmm. Just got signed a CTG sub, yep, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> blah blah blah. And it was it was boring, but this this a vibe, bro. I yeah, hope we appreciate y'all have that. some amazing guests. That help bring this to life. Maybe I'll interview somebody that got a real big platform can help put y'all on so y'all get some listeners for real, for real. Because well, y'all got something. Well, we already I, I, have I ain't ever lie to nobody. I ain't got no reason to lie. Well, we already have one. We've been talking to him for, what, about a good 40 minutes now. So you, you one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely yeah. one of them, bro. But I'm, I'm talking about like somebody like 
that people know, like, yeah, okay, that's that work right there. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm never going to down myself. I have confidence in myself now, I'll say that. But I'm talking about somebody that can, like, catapult y'all yeah. like, hey. to a whole other playing field. Like, going from playing one sport to a whole different sport. You know what I mean? Bro, yeah. you on the map. That's what I hope for Corey for Ball, 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 Barlog. Barlog. Yep, I keep, I'm always fucking, because I keep thinking fucking Street Fighter. <laughs> so, speaking of Street Fighter, we have barely talked about fight, uh, gaming, so I, I, I'm going to change the course real quick. For anybody, for y'all and anybody else want to know, I'm a Call of Duty head, uh, and I love fighting games. Okay. Okay. All right. Street Fighter, Street Fighter uh, 2 Turbo, that was the first time I ever played a fighting game with okay. my cousin David. Okay. Got blisters on my thumbs for button mash because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Yeah, but okay. I enjoyed it. They always play fighting games, and mm. that's what I grew up on. So in my my heart and my spirit, I'm a fighting game enthusiast. I played them all. Yeah. I'm good at only a few, but I didn't play them all. Yep. We the From same way. Dead Alive to Street Fighter, yep. Rival Schools, yep. Mortal Kombat, yep. uh, Skull Girls. Yep, got that um, Yep. Listen, we had, we 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 killed. We had um, we had fighting game tournaments. That oh, one, for real. y'all got it like that. Yeah, okay. we used to host them. I might not be able to rock with y'all like that, but I give you some type of energy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I didn't like that, man. We used to just host uh like local. It was basically like rec stuff. You know what I mean? Like just little yeah. local tournament. We bring the system down. Um, I actually had uh two custom arcade sticks that I built myself. And um, oh, we we, just, we would plug them one. in. What's up? I might need to get an arcade stick. For, I always want an arcade stick, dude, because I got big hands. And mm-hmm. doing quarter circle back and stuff, I start getting cramps in my fingers on any controller. So I always wanted to transition to a fight stick. But, uh, you know, money be funny yeah. when you're dealing with what I'm dealing with. So, yeah. yeah yep. Got one on a low that you don't mind letting go of. Uh, Holla. Yeah. <laughs> You six six three plus there. You need something customized, man. You can, yeah. uh, can't be messing around with these uh <laughs> regular old store board joints, man. Yeah, I had stopped making them because um they were too. They're pretty much just too heavy because I was making them out of the same wood that they use for the arcade cabinets. Mm-hmm. So I was, you know, cutting the wood and um drilling the holes putting the buttons in and screwing the uh the boards down and everything like that i had made a couple of hinges you something like that what's that uh, for that how much was you charging or would you charge um i mean when i was doing them i was charging like 120 would you come out of retirement <laughs> for one more <laughs> so i can say at least i got a piece I'm, I'm I might could do something. Like, I might could do something. Um, right. Well, we'll have to talk behind the scenes and see what okay, you do. I mean, because I was doing full on custom, man. I was putting overlays on it, plexiglass. I got side trim. I, I mean, I was. I'll, I'll send you some pictures later so you can see them. Yeah. I, now I need you to come out of retirement. I I will gladly <laughs> pay you my just due. <laughs> For real, because uh, show you how to tell you how much of a fighting game enthusiast I am. Akuma is my favorite fighting game character of all time. And I have his heaven symbol tatted on my wrist. Nice. 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 And I thought the most badass moment I ever had is when I was working at a shop at on a military base and a soldier came up. He was like, 
you a Kuma fan, huh? And I was like, I lit up, and he said, yeah, you a Kuma fan. Yeah. So I, I peeped that heaven symbol you got on your wrist, and I just smiled from ear to ear. I'm like, sir, you, sir, you have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> I taught a couple friends, like, you know, they, they didn't know how to do Raging Demon. I was like, yeah, punch, punch, forward, heavy punch, kick. I, uh, I might have said it backwards, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. <laughs> I'm about that life. Tekken Seven. Yep. My, my most used character is Akuma. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's how I really. Did. He's kind of monster in that though. Tekken characters, and I use Akuma. He's kind of monster in that though. Oh he's, yeah. He's kind of monster. Like he's yeah, yeah. he's a top tier character in Tekken Seven. See, mm-hmm. I'm a Tekken head. Like I used to be a Street Fighter head, but I got tired of them not being able to count. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean. It's like I'm 30 years of Street Fighter and they only on five. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I, I maybe I might I might impress you. My favorite Street Fighter is Street Fighter Alpha, the Alpha series. I love Street Fighter Alpha 1, 2, and 3. They were Three all right. My they were all right. Uh, my second favorite, I, all of them number one because I love all of them the same. But my, my, other sec, my second favorite is Street Fighter Third Strike. Okay, see, I was good. My, my favorite OST is Street Fighter game, 3, bro. Vanilla. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, I mean, okay. I like the other ones, the Second Impact and Third Strike and stuff like that, but I think the Vanilla one was the best one. It wasn't It, it wasn't as balanced, but I felt mm-hmm. it, it was that way for a reason. And I, I, I kind of, uh, I like that system better. Yeah, but for me... I love the the mechanics in Third Strike, but it was the OST, bro. That just hit different. Mm. Like when you started fighting, he's like, dun, 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 and and they come in with the Trump. Dun, 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 dun. I was like, bro, <laughs> let me get the CD for this. <laughs> <laughs> this is vibe right here. For real, for real. Oh like, man, ain't too many games. Oh, Marvel vs. Capcom too. You can't, you can't I'm deny. Gonna take I'm gonna it take it <laughs> yeah, that is my. F- I hate PlayStation sometimes because I'm like, why y'all haven't re-released Marvel vs. Capcom to Street Fighter vs. Uh, X Men? Like, why are these games not accessible on all systems? Well, I would pay. They re-released Marvel Capcom too. To get them games back. They re well. They didn't. Re- they re-released Marvel Capcom two on digital. They didn't do it on on disc. So you can, yeah. I don't, I mean, you might still be able to find it online. I think that was PlayStation 3 they did that, right? Or yeah, it was four? PlayStation 3. Because I paid for a friend to have it just so I can play it. Because I didn't, that's the only system I haven't had is a PlayStation 3. I'd have to check to verify, but I, I believe um, they, re, they re-released that. It might have been on PlayStation 3. Um, and it was fully unlocked people, already. Like all the characters were available. A lot of people say, oh, I like fighting games. And I'm like, have you ever played Rival Schools? And it was like, what? I yeah. was like, bruh, yes, <laughs> bruh, yeah. Rival game, schools, that, bruh, that, that was my junk right there, bruh. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's um, that's how Capcom altered their them. their aerial combat for um mm-hmm. for Marvel Capcom Three. They used well, they before even before that, um, they had did um Tetsunoko versus Capcom. They released yeah. on on the Wii. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a, it, it was a Wii only game. I don't know why. It was, that's the dumbest shit in the world because it's a pretty good game. It was a great game. Um, <laughs> very fun. And and they used Rival Schools. 
the majority of rival schools um, fighting system to start yeah, off that with that, like fire, that com- their combo. Cause like you didn't really have super aerial combos in that you had, it was more like juggles. Mm-hmm. But like they if altered I can some go stuff. back and choose between Tekken and net, that's, I'm going to have to go rival schools. And I actually like Tekken. I just loved, I just loved everything about rival schools. And the one I had was Japanese import. Like I didn't understand a damn thing. Like I was messing up. Mm-hmm. If I, I had to count how many, I had to go down to make sure I went to a certain mode and all of that, but I enjoyed the hell out of that game. Yeah, the Rival Schools was, was a really good game. I, I wish they would have brought that back. I think they're, they're, they may be trying to just bring characters back. They're yeah, not, I know they they're bringing the back uh, Oh girl from Rival Schools. She's going to be in Street Fighter Five. Uh, so that's pretty cool, I guess. I would play. I don't like Street Fighter Five, but I would play it because of her. Street Fighter Four <laughs> and Five, I didn't like. I have them, but yeah. I'm not. I like this four. I didn't like Five. I don't know why I don't like Five, but I, I I'm not a fan of Five at all. The problem is the the fighting system is from Street Fighter EX, which was a terrible <laughs> game. Are you talking about the the, the Polygon 3D yeah. one? Yeah, that game was fun. But is terrible. to me, I liked the combos. That, <laughs> the combos what were I, good. What but I would like from a Street Fighter. A lot of them is, you couldn't even get off because yeah, the system true. was so terrible. Yeah. Yeah. But when it hit, it did hit. Well, if you could get it to hit. If you could get it to hit, that game was terrible. Well, I mean, are we talking about EX or EX2? Because EX2, that, that one... They were know. both I butt. Good memories of that one. Yeah, they were both butt. They were terrible. Uh, I didn't even buy the second <laughs> one. I'm a fighting game dude. I didn't even buy the second one. I was like, I'm not playing any more of this shit. The only reason I bought Street Fighter EX was because they hadn't moved any of the fighting games over to uh, what was that PlayStation Two at the time. Yeah. They hadn't moved anything else over except for that. Like, if you wanted to play Marvel, Capcom, or anything like that, you had to have a, um, a Dreamcast. Dreamcast was one of my favorite systems, dude. Yep. I miss Power Stone. Yep. Yep. That was the first time I ever played Crazy Taxi was on Mm -hmm. Dreamcast, and I played that game for hours. Man, Man. you get lost in Crazy Taxi. I used to work in an arcade, man. Crazy (laughs) Taxi. Y'all remember that? Oh, yeah. I lose a day playing Crazy Taxi. Yep. Yep. You remember old dude when he come on? He said, "Come on, boy, right? Let's play Crazy Taxi." <laughs> <laughs> there go another impression for y'all. That's exactly <laughs> it. Exactly <laughs> it. I love that, that game. Was game. great. They need to come out with another one of those. Facts. <laughs> or uh, they like remaster, remaster or something. <laughs> yeah, that's yep. I like that idea too. Facts. Maybe Criterion could take over. Yeah. Oh man! Ooh. That game would be fire smoke for real. That'd be a smoke for real. Mm. Man, so hopefully I proved myself. I might not be like a big, big gamer, but I what I'm crazy about, I'm crazy about for real. Nah, right. man, we definitely feel you over here, man. We definitely appreciate having you on and talking, you know, about you know all of your. Um, all the stuff going on in your life and, you know, being able to um, share with us your gaming passion, um, uh, 
you know, in your hopefully it's smoother than expected. <laughs> yeah, we we try to keep everything, um, you know, as, like I said, as casual as possible, man. You know, oh, yeah. I, I want to make sure everybody's having a good time. Um, I we've been on this and, for an hour and five minutes, and I enjoyed every minute. So yeah, man. I say mission accomplished right there. So salute oh. to you, Kings, for that one. Yeah, one part, one part in shot. Yep. You're married. You have a child. How does your family feel about family feel? Your, your your voice acting journey? I mean, do you play around with your wife? Do you annoy your wife? You be like, hey, babe, yo, check this out. So you, check this out. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, as far as that, my wife is my biggest supporter. That's beautiful. Uh, she's into anime. She's into everything I'm into. We've been married going on six years, and it's funny because we met on, on uh, we met on bad circumstance. I was just ending in a uh, relationship, and I was engaged at the time. And you know, I didn't shoot my shot or nothing. I didn't disrespect the woman I was with, but I knew when I met her that she was special, but, you know, I let time pass and we just started talking and it just blossomed from there. And we went through a lot in our marriage as far as like financially, not with us. So our marriage shouldn't have worked because the average marriage that struggles financially, that's what kills it. Mm. Yeah. Other than cheating, but that's what we dealt with. We dealt with times where we didn't know where meals were going to come from. And we just, we kept each other going. Like I would smile when she wouldn't be able to smile. She would smile when I couldn't smile. Mm-hmm. And that's the beautiful thing that yeah, I'm giving you your flowers, babe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Talking about the marriage. Yeah. But uh yeah, that's my best friend, my 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 rock, dude. Like I'm the I'm a big guy, but she my backbone. Like mm-hmm. if only people knew. Love, real love exists. It's hard as shit to find. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in the social media area where error, that's an area, error, where everybody looked to other people for how their marriage and relationship should go. I yeah. can't tell you what it worked for us, might not work for other people, but yeah. That was a time before COVID where we would, you know, I wasn't able to work because of my vision and we stay in a small ass town with like little little to no opportunity. Mm-hmm. And you know, there was a point where we was around each other all day, every day when we first got married. And you would think we drove each other crazy. But I think for me, and I, I can I, I feel confident to say on her end, but for me, I think we fell in love more when mm. we was around each other. So for other couples, when COVID and you you around each other all day, every day, that drove their ass is crazy. Yeah. For us, it was just another day, you know. Yeah. It was easy being on lockdown with the person, the love of your life. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we would binge watch some anime. We would make it like last night. We was making each other laugh over some crazy shit, like <laughs> gut wrenching laughs. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. So it's, to answer your question, it was easy because she was the reason why I, I she was another reason why I did it because she spoke life into me. She yeah. was like, hey, I want to see you happy. You got talent. Put it out there. Do you? Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, one thing she said, and I'm going to put this out there because it might help somebody else. So 
I was like uh, analyzing other people and their success. I have a I had a bad habit of that, and sometimes I still do. And she said something to me. She was like, "But you looking at everybody else and their success and how they became successful, mm. what they did might not work for you." Yeah. And you're trying to be like everybody else every now and then. Even though I'm an anomaly, I was still doing what everybody else was doing because I figured the formula worked for them. Mm-hmm. She was like, but you're trying to blend in. I'm a six foot six black dude with a red beard and red hair. Mm-hmm. I wasn't meant to fit in. And that's what she told me that stuck with me still to this day. She's like, babe, you're not meant to fit in. God made you to stand out. Stand mm-hmm. out. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's powerful right, right there. And since that moment she told me that, I haven't looked back since, hence why I put my Mickey Mouse out there. I mm. wasn't crazy about my Mickey Mouse impression at all. Right. But she gave me the cosign and said, babe, I think it's great. I think mm-hmm. you should put it out there. Do it. Mm. So when I do these things and I put it out there, it's a great chance that it filtered through her and she was the reason why I went ahead and put it out. Because, like I said, I might have a lot of my confidence back, but those old times of falling on your face or just being neglected – as far as your talent comes up, you get to this mind state that you're not good enough. Yeah. And yeah. she constantly reminds me, babe, you are good enough. Do that shit. And like, she don't curse, but she was like, do it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Dave, I hope that's a long-ass answer to your question, but I hope that helped put in perspective that I I, I can say with all confidence that I don't annoy her. Yeah, I probably yeah. annoy her that I don't talk about it and show my passion. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I can Got see you. that. I can see that. So, the, the one thing, um, you know, my wife and I discuss is, uh, you know, she, we, we've known each other for a very long time. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 44, and okay. we've known each other since uh, uh, after high school. She actually knew me um, when I was in high school through a mutual friend. Mm-hmm. And, um, but you know, like like you. Um, relationships, time. Um, but when we got back together officially, uh, it was just one of those things where, you know, look, you know, we, we've been in each, in each other's life off and on, you know, obviously we're, we're in front of each other for a reason and we've been with each other ever since, you know, uh, it's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah. We, we've been married for four years, but we've been together forever. And um, the one thing that she tells folk is that, you know, not only do I love him, but I like him. Yeah, dude, that's a beautiful thing, because yeah. sometimes love ain't enough. You got yeah, to I mean, be patient. You got to actually like the motherfucker you with. Yeah, you can love your family all you want to. Exactly. But, love. You know, people throw the love word out there with, with yeah. free, for free range. You got to yeah. act like somebody to yeah. want to be with them like that. Right. And, you know, we can all talk about family members, you know, don't get Marlon started. We have a three-hour <laughs> three edition on our podcast right now mm-hmm. about uh, family. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, but the one thing that you can say is that, you know, you, you can love someone all to, to the ends of the earth, but that doesn't mean you like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> fact, I completely agree with all my heart and soul on that one. Yeah, you know, you, if you can... Like you just, my wife and I do the same thing. We were just watching uh, Tyler Perry plays, and we we laugh at him because you know there's bad writing and all that stuff. You know? <laughs> but, I mean, we enjoy it for what it is, you know. And but we enjoy each other's company while watching certain things. Mm-hmm. We'll laugh at stuff that shouldn't be laughed about. Um, but that's our humor, and yep. that's how 
we that work. work y'all, and that's all that matters. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So when you're friends with someone other than just lovers and this and that and the third, then you know you, it's going to last a lifetime. Yeah, it definitely hits different. Definitely. And I'm, you got ten years of you got a little over ten years of me as far as wisdom and knowledge. So it's coming from a young man's perspective, a younger man's perspective. Yeah, it hit different when you 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 actually like that person, like you said. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. and you accept. And another thing is, people forget we like getting with somebody and thinking, you know, if they improve this, they'll be perfect. But when you're able to accept somebody for who they are, flaws and all, that's when you know that's that's when you know what's up. That's right. For real, for real. That's right. That's right. And that's like I said. Technically, you my OG, but I, I'm pretty sure you can agree with that. Oh, I agree with you 100%. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, this, now, this wisdom was a blessing from my creator, because mm-hmm. I know everybody don't believe in what I believe in, but it's whatever. Yes, but uh, I know he blessed me with a lot of wisdom and knowledge beyond 31 years, and I'm not afraid to flaunt it and share it, because I'm proud of that. It's like I'm proud that he gave me a big ass heart and want me to bring people together when we in a times where everybody wanna divide, you know. Yeah. Yes, it's, sir. Man, it's crazy out there, dude. Yeah, we definitely I'm see. glad we have video games to to help mitigate that a little bit because we in some dangerous some dangerous times and people they they ignore it, but we in some yeah. dangerous ass times, especially in the spiritual it's plain mm. because there's just so much blatant hate. Yep. That is it blows my mind how much hate is in this world. Yeah. And yeah. just flowing through people like water. And I'm like It's not even that. You too. don't see it's, something it's, wrong with easy. This, this perspective? Is that uh, easy for them to display it? Mm-hmm. Because a I lot say of one times time on a tweet. people will just sit there and they just keep it to themselves. They got that hate flowing, but they keep it to themselves. Now it's it seems like it's a lot easier for them to put it on display. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's an empowerment now for yep. them to do. Yeah. I mean, Mike Tyson, my favorite boxer, he once said people get on in there and say whatever they want because nobody's punching them in the fucking face. That's mm-hmm. right. Whooping their ass for saying it. That's right. <laughs> I, I mean, I might not grew up in the same time y'all did or whatever, but even me growing up, you couldn't just say some shit to somebody and not expect to get your ass whooped. Right, right, period. right. You know, right. and I'm not even a person. I don't, I don't like violence. And no, I was abused as a child, so I don't like violence. Yeah, but still, but you, yeah, you, you, you have to you know you certain shit you just don't say to people. Mm-hmm. That's right. But now you can say it on your computer, TV, your TV, your phone, whatever screen you got. And unless it's bad enough, you can just get a slap on the wrist, uh, deactivation for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. And if you say something bad enough, cops will pull up on your shit. But yeah, yeah, you didn't need the cops when you said something disrespectful to somebody or just blatantly rude or mean. You got your ass kicked. Right. If it wasn't by that person, it was by somebody that loved them, that seen them hurt, and they whooped your ass. Somebody was whooping your ass. Because <laughs> yep. even the baddest motherfucker get his ass beat. Yep. Yep, so, I absolutely agree. <laughs> Somebody was getting street fighter uppercut the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah. Sure you could. Oh, you could. <laughs> Somebody was getting hit with a raging demon when they got to talking oh, to Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Modujo. 
<laughs> yeah, he was. Shit. Akuma's, Akuma's that dude. Akuma's that, but hey, man, man look, um, we're gonna get out of here. Um, I just wanted to make sure we took the time out to 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 put you on that pedestal, give you that platform to let people know that you're out there, um, that the Thank work you. you're doing is concrete. Um, you're, the, you're, you're grinding for real. Um, this is a passion for you. This is what yeah. you want to do a hundred percent. Um, and, and, and we want to make sure if we can, that we can get you that recognition, brother. Uh, thank you. With yeah. all my heart. That that means a lot to me, for real. Um, like like I said, man, you know, I, I, I saw that and I was like, yo, I wonder if I can get this dude to come on, man. I got to talk to this guy. And, it, and, and to I'll, be honest. I'm, glad, I'm so glad and honored that you did because sometimes people don't realize it's easy to approach somebody, especially when you got a big heart like I do. Like, it's, I'm easily approachable. I'll talk to anybody. As long as they're not rude and disrespectful, period. Oh, yes. I agree. Absolutely agree with you 100% on that. Um, you know, just, just know, man, it's not, it's not because you had the big wigs applauding you. Mm-hmm. It's by chance that I saw that because God of War is one of my favorite all-time games as well. And I have played and beaten all of them. All of them. Same here. Every single one of them, even Ascension, and that one wasn't even that that wasn't that good. Um, <laughs> seriously, it, it wasn't really that great. But I mean, it was God of War, so I had to play it. But um, but just know um, that that came across my Twitter feed um, by chance, and Boy. I said I got to talk to this dude. And I know Shy was going through some stuff. But I, I sent him a text and let him know what was going on and what the plan was and everything. And um, I sent him a link or a desk. I sent you a link or a picture. You sent me the screenshot. Yeah. And yeah, I, yeah, and I jumped. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure he can go check you out as well. Um, we we had to make sure that we had you on here. Um, I definitely enjoy the voices and stuff like that. Um, my daughter would love the Mickey myself or herself. Sorry. She would love that. Yeah, send me a name and let uh, me know. She's she's I'll ten years old. Uh, mm-hmm. My little basketball player. She does a whole bunch of stuff. And to be honest, um, I gotta give her a shout out too. She just had an interview today, um, mm-hmm. online interview for a commercial. Hey, go so, go get them. It sounded like they liked her, but we'll see what happens. Um, hey, regardless, she shot a shot. And when you when you doing that, you got a father like you that believing and giving her love and uh, encouragement. She can't miss. The yeah. world might think she missed, but she can't miss because that's something I wish I had growing up. Instead of abuser, I wish I had somebody that was just like, "Hey, I'm here. You got this. Mm-hmm. You you got this. You yeah, can do man. it. You yeah. fall, get back up. You got this. You can do this. It's that simple." She gonna be successful, mark my words. Especially mm-hmm. when she got a father and mother that believe in her, she gonna be straight. She gonna be good. Yeah, we definitely got her back, support hundred um, percent. And we just, we also, again, we want to let you know we got your back hundred um, percent. I'm gonna you, keep man. following you and, and making sure I see that 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 tweet that says you got it. 
you know, whatever whatever spot it is, I want to see that tweet that says you got it. It's booked. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm looking forward to. And like I said, I'm looking forward to it too. You oh, me oh, you, oh, you I'm, know. I'm trying to claim that, bro. I'm, I'm speaking into existence. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm just I'm looking forward Lord to that knows, tweet. I'm like I said, man. And again, you're welcome on the show anytime you want. All you got to do is hit me up, and we'll set it up. Yes, sir. So again, I'll, do me a favor and make sure you tell everybody who you are and where they can find you at, please, sir. Okay, the name's Elgin, L-Train Foster, but you could just call me L-Train. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, both at underscore E-L-T-R-A-I-N. That's E-L-T-R-A-I-N with an underscore in front. Come get some, some encouragement, spread your light, spread love, and I hope I encourage somebody by chasing my dreams, and hopefully you get encouraged to chase your own. That's all I got. Yes, sir. Hey, we want to thank everybody for listening today. Hey, Shaiwan, um, we got the closing coming up anyways. Um, Shaiwan, a.k.a. BKNY Forever and up in this bitch. Um, and your boy, Truly Marlon, a.k.a. Hades. And this is the Only True Gamers podcast. It's your interview with Elgin L-Train Foster. Thank you, guys. And we'll check you out later. Yeah.